watching, you bunch of hot dogs. Welcome, everybody, to Skidmark Central, the best NASCAR podcast in the multiverse. With me, as always, I have Andy. Hello. And I'm, of course, Dak. Andy, who are we sponsored by today? Today, we're sponsored by canceling the podcast. But on second thought, after we look at it again, we're not canceling the podcast. True. Yes. Very true. Um, What didn't get canceled, thank goodness, was the, the race. Yes. Uh, clear blue skies, lots of sun, a lot of half burnt bodies, a lot of half burnt bodies <laughs> for the morning race. Um, yes. yeah, well, good thing we had sunscreen. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Good uh, thing. We were live at the race in Las Vegas, so um, we might have missed some things on the announcement, but uh, we got closer in some other things, so um. Yeah, either way. And I also forgot the, the scanners, so well, I didn't forget the scanner. <laughs> I forgot the batteries for the scanner. So yeah. uh, here we are. Um, either Indeed. way. Good thing we had a speaker right in front of us blaring. Yeah, uh, five feet away from us, stuff. just hitting us. Hitting us good. <laughs> Although the broadcast would like, I don't understand if it was like on purpose or technical difficulties, but it would like cut out every so often. Yeah, I uh, think they weren't going to play the commercials for it. So they kept cutting it I out after commercials, too. but then they would just not turn it back on. Yeah, I think they were just bad at their job. <laughs> yeah, well, because it that was announcer like, was definitely bad at his job. Holy cow. Yeah, like we were saying, it was like they got somebody whose only previous uh, experience was announcing a 8th grade girls basketball game and then <laughs> said you can announce NASCAR. Whose name did he like royally mesh up? Boucher. Yeah, Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher. Like, Chris Boucher. <laughs> yeah. Like that doesn't even what? <laughs> yeah. Um but not to rag on that guy too much. I'm sure he's doing his best. Uh but yeah, it didn't he's seem trying. like uh they were very efficient at the uh the PA system thing. Um but that's okay. Uh, still was a an interesting race. Um, we had C Bell leading him to the green uh, with Kyle Larson on the inside. Um, C Bell would be very fast this race, um, yes. but Kyle Larson was inevitably faster. Um, he would get the lead um, after a couple laps uh, and uh, keep keep going. Although. Um, Kyle Larson would kind of fade, and both, uh, I almost said Suarez, both Seabell and Truex would, would get back by him, um, which was was interesting. And maybe it's a little uh, precursor to the ending, kind of. Um, mm-hmm. So pretty close to after he gets passed, I think a few laps later, Larson goes and pits. Mm-hmm. Um and because he pitted earlier and was, I don't think he was the first one on pit road, but he was no. earlier in the cycle. Um, he, when the, the, the field came back around after everybody pits um, through the next 10 laps, uh, Larson would be in the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't understand why Bell and Truex waited so long to pit. I well, mean, they, like were, I just, they were waiting until halfway, I think. Yeah, and I understand they had clean air. 
but still it was like five laps later and you could definitely tell those five laps because Larson came out ahead of them after they had pitted. It was probably by a good three, four seconds. Yeah, I think they might have been right, to be honest, if it went the whole first um, stage, though, because the first day which was 82 laps. Yeah. Um, And Larson pitted at 33. So, yeah, like, I, I bet he would have been passed had the stage gone the whole way. Um, I suppose. But it didn't. Um, because Eric Jones mm-hmm. lost a tire. Yes. Um, so basically everybody pitted. Um, but notably you have, uh, some people taking two, notably Christopher mm-hmm. Bell, um, BK or Camarola, but, um, Larson was the first one for, and would, I mean, fairly quick, quickly, Get the lead back. Yep. Seabell uh, still stayed up there, um, which was uh, kind of a good. Uh, I don't know what to say. It was a good precursor of what to happen, what would happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, but Larson would obviously have the four tires stay in the lead, get the stage win. Um, and then we'd all go pitting again, and then here, maybe we didn't all go Everybody (laughs) except wow, you're so right. Everybody except for Martin Truex. Oh well, I think a couple other people. Yeah, JJ and Brendan Poole. Uh, Others that don't matter. But notably Truex, who was in fourth place already, uh, stays out to get that track position. Uh, the two extra spot, the three extra spots, yeah, um, and that would be probably the worst move of yeah. the day, at least. Um, and he would drop yeah, like he, a rock, a big yeah, old rock. He promptly lost the lead after about two laps out front, and then it was after ten laps after the restart, he dropped six spots. And then another two laps passed, he dropped another five spots. And then I think he went all the way down to like 16th or 17th by the end of the stage. But it was not good for him. I don't know what they were thinking. Yeah, not great. And um, yeah, and his crew chief after the race, that's, he was asked about it. And he's like, yeah, that, that was on me. That was a terrible call. It was like, yeah, pretty much. You messed up, buddy. Sure did. Um. But everyone yeah, but, else would continue. Yeah, continue just fine. And then we get kind of the same situation we did in turn or turn one, uh, stage one, where it was about 40 laps to go, I think. Sure. Right around there. Um, or no, it was a lot more. I'm thinking of the next caution. It was about halfway through the stage. We get hosts of our, uh, loses a tire, and brings out a caution. We get all lead lap cars, including including Truex this time. Good for him. Got the message. Got some fresh tires. I believe everyone pitted and got four. No, no two-tire strategies. Uh, and then you got BK coming out with the lead, having Man. a good pit stop. And 
boy, he, he kept it for a long time. I believe it was until the next caution about 40 laps later. Um, <clears throat> we get Bowman losing a tire off turn four, smacked the wall pretty good and almost collected uh, a lot of people on the front stretch because he broke a, um, a steering arm. So he was swerving all over track on the front stretch and then finally uh, hit the inside wall into turn one where they, they took his car off the track from there. So this one comes with about 20 laps to go before the stage. So we get a few people um, or everybody pitting. And I don't think on this one, anyone takes two, everyone takes four tires. <clears throat> so actually, no, uh, a couple people did. I'm reading the wrong note. Kozlowski mm. uh, took two tires and Byron, Bush, Sendrick, and Harvick also took two tires, and they um, they all come out ahead of everyone else that took four. So BK leads it with Byron uh, to get this short run to the to the end of the stage going, and BK pulls out to the lead and um, has it for a few laps, but Larson kind of cruised through the field on four tires, uh, was able to get by BK pretty easily once he once he caught him. So Larson sweeps the stages with Busher, the only one to not get any stage points. I believe Truex got stage points in the first stage, but maybe not. Can't remember. There you yeah, go. he did. Sure did. So everybody comes down, gets their four tires, and Kyle Larson keeps the lead over BK coming off pit road. And then we've got yeah Kyle Larson taking him to the green. Uh, did I skip a caution? Um, I sure did. Yeah. Um, Christopher Bell. Won the race off pit road. Yes, he did. He sure did. And then, yeah, this we get... one we were watching, and he was basically backing up the rest of the field. Yeah, that's at least at was. the start. They're all mm-hmm. like, I think at first it was like four cars in a row, like him, Larson, um, Kozlowski, maybe mm-hmm. uh, Blaney, something like that. And then eventually it got to like six. I think it was like six or eight of them, like pretty close, uh, but yeah. nobody could really pass. Um, you had some things happen. Like, I think Blaney got really loose or something. Or was it Chastain? I don't know. Chastain. Chastain was that one. And then, like, fell back, but then would come up again. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was kind of clear that it, or it seemed like Spell was just slower than most of them, at least at the beginning. Um, yep. Yeah, he definitely had a longer run car for but, uh, the race. But then Briscoe spins... And uh, brings out or Briscoe, yeah, Briscoe. Uh, spins brings out uh, another caution, and we go to pit road where everybody takes four. And Kyle Larson has a banger of a stop, and oh yeah, gets the lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it would it would uh, basically be the Kyle Larson show. He would um, have a few good restarts. 
Uh, well, I guess one restarts, goes to green. He's doing good, but then uh, Ty Gibbs has a wheel. Yeah. Uh, just get the get the heck out of there, um, mm -hmm. along with the tire, and go go for a ride. So that would do a caution. Um, we restart again. Nobody really pits. Uh, with Keselowski out front for a 20 lap basically dash to the finish. Kez, mm -hmm. or I think I said Keselowski, but I meant Larson. Um, Larson gets out to a pretty substantial lead. Um, the first maybe 15 laps, but then the last, I think maybe five or 10 laps, uh, he was being chased down pretty hard by uh, C. Bell. Um, he was coming really fast. Uh, I think, I don't know how close he was on the last lap, like not not the end of the last lap, but the start of the last lap. They didn't mm -hmm. have scoring, um, but it, it, it was like car lengths, right? Like maybe five car lengths. Um, and yeah. then Larson has kind of two cars racing ahead of him. Has an okay turn one and two, but I think Seabell closes a little bit. And then three and four has a horrible turn because one car one car does get out of the way and go to the bottom. And I don't know who the other one was, but he took the bottom lane, which is the lane Larson wanted to run. Um, and then so Larson took the middle lane, and then Seabell took the high lane and got a huge run uh, coming out of the turn and probably could have wrecked Larson if he wanted to because Larson just pulled up in front of him. Um, and... Uh, but Larson would hold it, hold it out, and get the get the W. C. Bum, C. Bum, C. Bell <laughs> uh, stays off of him, and uh, yeah, they finish one two. Nice, I sure do. Sure, uh, that was a good race. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was a little hesitant because that's the first mile and a half track we've been to in a while. I want to say. When was the last one? Was it Chicago Land? Chicago. Maybe. It was. Anywho. I don't know, just mile and a half. Like those cookie cutter ones I'm always nervous like signing up to actually go to, but I was I was kind of impressed. I mean, we were talking about it after the race that like it it does provide some good racing, but it's like once you have like a good enough car and get the lead, like no one can pass you. I mean, we saw at points where you could definitely tell, like, whether it be Christopher Bell or Larson or, or BK were faster, but they just, the leader would kind of just clog up the rest of the field because they were just good enough to stay out in front and arrow block on the guy behind them. So they, they just couldn't um, get a good run to pass them. Right. So it's, it was kind of nice. You didn't notice it as much. Uh, because there were uh, probably two or three lanes that were pretty well established on the track, so you could you could race and just race a different line and then pass them. But if your car was only set up to run the high line and the the leader was arrow blocking the high line, you just you couldn't do anything because um, you could only get so close to them. <clears throat> but all in all, like I said, good race. Enjoyed it. Yes, sure. sir. Yeah, so we had, like you said, Kyle Larson winning the race with C. Bell or C. Bum second. Uh, and then Kyle Bush third, BK and Ross Chastain fifth. Then we got Ryan Blaney, William Byron, Tyler Reddick, MTJ, and Denny Hamlin tenth. And then to finish off with the rest of the playoff drivers, you had Chris Buescher, 11th, and... Um, want 
to say that was it. Yeah. No one finished lower than 11th for the playoff drivers. Uh, yeah, it could have been lower for Blaney, though, because right after the race, they disqualified him for a, a two short of, I think it was a rear shock. Uh, but anywho, they took it back to their R&D center to look at it some more, <laughs> and they realized that their measuring mechanism at the track did not work properly, and his car turned out to be A-OK, and they gave him all his points and position back. So that was pretty lucky for uh, Blaney because he was already starting in a pretty big hole to, to, to start the round, and that would have made it so it would have been a pretty much a must-win situation. But with his points back, <clears throat> he is now minus 17 in seventh spot, so just one good run away from, from getting right back up there. Yeah, it's kind of everybody's game. So Larson has, of course, in, in the final, final race already. Um, Byron's only plus nine. Truex is only plus two. And Denny Hamlin's only plus two. So those nobody's really safe there. Uh, Seabell, mm-hmm. after his good run, uh, just two back. Um, Reddick, 16 back. Blaney, like you said, 17 back. And Busher, 23 back. But, I mean, none of those are really... Uh, Crazy yeah, far away, like just a, a good race from one of those guys, and they're right back in it. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, like, yeah, there's two races left, so uh should get interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll I see. am interested. Better be. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do in fantasy? Uh, good enough to beat you. Oh, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Oh, it. That's good because it happened. It happened. Yeah, not a chance. I'm <laughs> up uh, double digits on you now. That doesn't even seem real. Uh, uh, either way, I'll give you my picks for this week. You can copy them <laughs> if you want. Uh, Kyle Larson, Seabell, Chastain. Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, and Reddick in the garage. Might use them, I don't know. Uh, Larson (laughs) over Byron, Denny over Truex. I have Reddick over Bell for some reason, and then I got Busch over Blaney also for a reason unknown. Nice. So I have Willie B, C-Bell, BK, Chris Busher, Ross Chastain, and in the garage... Ryan Blaney. Uh, then for my matchups, got Larson over Byron, Hamlin over Truex, Bell over Reddick, and Busher over Blaney. So we'll see what happens. Yay. <laughs> yes. We'll see what happens. This is for a lot of marbles. So uh, many marbles. Too many marbles. <laughs> um. Yeah, other than the the penalty, not penalty, I didn't see too much news. And I don't, I think it was a, a rare week. There's no news that I saw, at least, that came out after, like, literal minutes after we podcast. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do you see anything of note? No, nothing crazy. Um, you got uh, your boy running the old Budweiser scheme. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Uh, for the Forever 400. Presented by Mobile One at uh, at Homestead, so that's fun. I thought uh, that was this race. It is. Was oh yeah yeah. All Homestead right. is I, this race. Did I say? I confused myself for a second. No, nope, yeah. you're right. I am wrong. Um. So yeah, there you go. He's doing it. He's doing it now. He's doing it. He's feeling it now, Mister Krabs. <laughs> <laughs> um. What else we got going on? Um, we've got I don't know, Homestead next week. Homestead next week. Another mile and a half, but a different one. Mm-hmm. Um honestly, I would not be surprised if we get a double Larson win here. But uh yeah. who knows? I wouldn't would be uh surprised either, but I am Running dangerously low on Larson picks, nah. so I feel like I need to save one for sure for Phoenix because he's in it, and I feel like they just let playoff drivers go at Phoenix. Yeah, so. you got to put him in the last race. Yeah, and then I don't know for whatever reason I I felt better about using uh, my last pick on him for Martinsville instead of Homestead, which might not be a smart move, but we'll see. There you go. Mhm. Yeah. So, Homestead on Sunday. I believe it's two thirty Eastern. It's on NBC, so no reason not to watch it. You're right. And yeah. When you're right, you're right. And stay tuned for what race Dak and I decide to go to next year. Stay tuned. Yeah, I guess what. Uh, one last thing before we uh, we um, sign off here. What was your impressions of Vegas? Like the stuff around it, the whole experience, the racing and all that jazz, our seats. What do you think? Um, it's pretty all right. I mean, I think <laughs> the... Uh, I think the stuff around a track was less than what we've seen. Yeah, Previously. I think that, that was definitely going to be my one big complaint about it, is it was kind of lackluster on yeah, just the amenities around it. There weren't too many booths giving stuff away, <coughs> or not even giving stuff away. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. <coughs> but, yeah, unless you like Sweet Baby Ray's, uh, you're <laughs> out of luck. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of, like, interactive booths. And even, like, well, I guess that makes sense. But, um, I don't know. The food truck was good. Uh, yeah, not a lot of, not a lot of, like, interactive stuff. Or, like, even that many shops, to be honest. I mean, you had the regular haulers and stuff. But usually there's other shops there and, like, stuff. But maybe that's, I don't know. Maybe that's just, uh, that's just how it is. Um, they did have a fair and a Ferris wheel for what that's worth. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, the actual track itself and seats were fine. It was definitely 
it was more sparse than I thought it would be, or than we have been at past NASCAR races. Um, but uh, I mean, that worked out for me. We didn't weren't crammed in there. Um, seats were fine. They're just normal fold-down stadium seats. Uh, the view from our seats, I thought, was pretty good. We could see the whole track. Um, had a nice view of the turn one, turn two, everywhere, to be honest. Um, the Apparently the infield's all done up and nice, but we didn't spend money to go in there. I'm not really sure if it's Ooh. worth it, to be honest. Um, we almost made it in there. We almost did make it in there. <laughs> I, I would like to see what's in there. I also think it's funny that they're like, experience it from the infield. But then you'd like have to watch it on the TV from the infield, so I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, I don't... What you're experiencing I, there, but that's okay. Um, to each their own. But to me, that's not the same thing. Uh, either way. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's just like a, a solid race track. Everything was clean. Um, everything was it was nice. I don't know, it wasn't like luxury, but it wasn't like yeah, trash. Yeah, I, it was good. I don't know. I I guess I'd rate it as like a a, a good race. A good, yeah, like any, anything you said, and it's just like a nice thing to do. So it's like if you want to go to Vegas for whatever Vegas has to offer for you, and then are looking just for a weekend to pick to do all of your stuff. It, it'd be a nice supplement to a trip. Uh, there you there. go. <clears throat> it's, um, that's my take on it. That's what he said. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's how the, the cookie crumbles. Yes. All right. Anything else you got? No, I'm, I'm all set here. All right, we'll call it a day. Watch the Homestead race. It's going to be a doozy. Larson's going to rim ride to the win. Um, and we'll, we'll go into Martinsville with three people still not confirmed. That's my prediction. Mm -hmm. Cool. Decent prediction. See you people next week. Bye-bye.